And then how do you want to do the intro? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I, I kind of hope this is on the podcast, too, because everybody can hear all this, like, you're, you're getting ground floor stuff. Yeah, this so. is all the behind-the-scenes shit that no one sees. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, we should just introduce ourselves. Uh, if you, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, let's start. I'm going to start with you, because, okay. uh, and just for context, everyone, so we are, we don't know what the show is called. We don't. No. We have uh, no logo yet because I'm working on it. We don't have no logo yet. It <laughs> and, makes us cool, though. It yeah, makes us cool. We're an enigma. Yeah, exactly. Yes. We're like the sixth <laughs> ranger. No one knows who we are until the very, yeah, until midway. That's, yes, that's yes. how we are. We find our rhythm. Uh, but, but, of course, both of us work for comicbook.com. And, yes. uh, Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself and where we can find you and all that. <laughs> yes. Uh, my name is Nick Valdez. I also work for comicbook.com. I am an anime writer, so I will be writing about anime. You can check out all that stuff. And you can find me on Twitter at Valdezology, all the good stuff there. And as for Power Rangers, I am a pretty big fan. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i a big enough fan to like record this podcast with you. So <laughs> I mean, I'm a big enough fan to talk about it. So I, I've been watching it for years. I, I fell off towards the Disney era, admittedly. Uh, once it, it was around Ninja Storm, like towards the end of Ninja Storm, I started falling off, and then I came back around RPM because I heard about how good it was, and then sadly I came around towards you know the end of the series, and, and then here we are. I'm back in it. I'm back in it fully. Um, well, no, that's awesome. And uh, of course, uh, my name is Matt Mueller. I write for comicbook.com as well. Uh, I tend to write, I mean, a little bit of everything, but uh, yes. mostly Captain Marvel related things and Power Rangers tends to be my bag. Uh, comics and all that stuff too. Um, but I find myself writing a bunch of random stuff that I never thought I'd ever write. So that's, that's kind of my thing. Um, <laughs> as far as for me, uh, my journey for Power Rangers is, is a little weird. So, like, I, I, the show hit right in my age bracket. Like, yes. I was the prime audience when, you know, the original Mighty Morphin came out. I was following from the beginning. And then I kind of fell off, uh, which is weird because, like, listening to stories, like, those isn't listening to other podcasts and things like that. It seems a lot of fans kind of fell off somewhere. Like yes. everyone has that story of like, yeah, I drifted here. For it's, me, it it's was like wrestling. It's yes, like wrestling. very much yeah. so. Same <laughs> kind of thing. Um, for me, it was after uh, Time Force. It was kind of after that. Oh, that section. You know, essentially like the Zordon stuff had completed, and and they were still in that. It was still in like the heyday, and I kind of fell off after that because I missed all of the Disney stuff. Like miss oh. all of it. Um, I didn't like. I I would come back every now and then. Like I'd hear what the new season was, and I'd be like, "Oh, I need to go watch it," and I never would. And it was a long time. It was actually until the Power Rangers movie, ooh, okay, um, that actually brought me back into the fandom because when I was, I was, I ended up writing a ton of Power Rangers stories for the movie. Uh, because I was the only one on the staff other than Jim that gave a shit. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and so I was writing all of it. And then, like, you know, as you, you know, they're showing the new suits and they show the new zords and then you're talking to the rangers. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I missed this. Like, I, I haven't yeah. it hasn't been in my life for a while. So then when that hit, I started going back and, like, filling in the blanks. So I was like, okay, well, I missed this thing. And it's, that's, that's when I started uh, watching Mystic Force. Uh, and then I... It took me until this year to see RPM. What? Yes, okay, I know. Okay. No, no, no. You can't. You can't just <laughs> drop a bomb. I like did <laughs> because I remember uh, I was actually uh, was at Comic Con. I can't remember. If, no, I was at Toy Fair, um, and I remember talking to. Uh, I was talking to um, uh, Mike from Power Rangers Now, actually. And, uh, and, a, and a couple of people. And so we were, they were all talking about like their favorite seasons and like RPM kept coming up 
And I was like, mm-hmm. I actually have never seen RPM. And like literally the reaction you gave me was the, <laughs> all the air was like sucked out of the room. And they're like, what? You've never seen RPM? Oh my God. It's like the best thing you need to watch that. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. So then when I got home, I luckily thank the Lord that all of it's on Netflix. So I binged it. And, uh, and after watching even just four episodes, uh, I was like, okay, how the hell had I not, how the hell did I not see How did I miss this? Oh my God. So different. Uh, but then like talking to some people like Palomorphicon, you know, it was kind of, there was the thinking of like, that's kind of a one in a million season because of all the circumstances that surrounded it, you know, doubtful we're ever going to get a series like that again um because you know kind of disney stopped caring and it's disney yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah we all know what happened to disney they became a huge juggernaut so uh, the less said about that the better but uh yeah the, the disney era uh like i said i also missed it but i caught the beginning of it it was around um wild force when disney started acquiring the property and that was i forget the numbered seasons so uh yeah, it was Wild Force, and it became Ninja Storm, and Ninja Storm was the first like straight ABC, like ABC Kids or whatever that little yeah. Disney block was, and it just it felt different. There was a huge vibe, and RPM was it's kind of like In Space. That's why In Space is so highly regarded because In Space was like, oh, this is our last hurrah. Let's just go out and just go nuts. Let's go to space. And so RPM was like, let's just blow up the whole world you know it's let's just go for it and that's why i got picked up again years later and that's why it's huge it's it's the gambles when they pay off sometimes they don't but sometimes they do and here we are i remember uh i was actually i was in a is i was in an uber and the guy was asking me about power rangers and some stuff and he uh, and a lot of people are very much like i remember mighty morphin and then that's like it stops that's and uh, I was telling him about some of the other seasons. I was like, you know, now that I'm spreading the RPM gospel, <laughs> uh, I was like, you know, you should probably watch. You should probably give RPM a shot because he was like, oh, the other ones look kind of corny or whatever. And I was like, OK, if you're looking for something that is in on the joke, you watch RPM because that is one of the first things you notice is that it's so damn meta. It's, you know, uh, from the explosions to the costumes and everything it has a reason and it's in it. And it's aware, it's self-aware. Yes. And, you know, any fan who kind of looks at, you know, they can't get over the camp. Like, that's the perfect season for them. Um, so, yeah, I, but I was, I, I slapped my hand for not watching that <laughs> sooner. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was an excellent season. Yeah, RPM feels like the first season that was, like, for an older fan, if that makes any sense. Uh it was because, like, what what was before? It was, I don't know, we missed, like, Jungle Fury was pretty good. Uh, SVD, of course, one of, one of my favorite, like, Disney-era ones, even more so than RPM. But um, RPM was definitely, like, oh, if you watch MMPR years ago and then you're suddenly watching this new one, it's like, oh, I'm older now. I'm noticing all the stuff that I didn't notice before. Exactly. Oh, this is a Japanese show that, you know, this is all, this isn't even American footage. But, you know, and then in RPM, they're like, oh, why, is, why are the Zords, like, animals with faces on them? And everything has a, a reason. And that's, yeah, it's for an older fan. It feels like it anyway. Now, okay, so before we get into... I mean, there's so much stuff to talk about in the Power Rangers yes. universe. <laughs> which, by the way, crazy what a year does. That's nuts. Like, a year ago, if you took the temperature of this fandom, it was just so sad. Like, I went back and, like, listened to a bunch of old... I Like, I kind of binged. I found a couple of podcasts, and so I kind of binged them and would go back. And just seeing the stark difference between, like, an episode last month and one in, like, the end of 2017 is... <laughs> you, you thought... You would have thought, like a terrible tragedy had happened or something like it's so morose it's so so cynical and sad it's so sad um but uh what is your favorite season okay so i have to qualify this too because uh uh, it's it's favorite of different eras you know we have the saban we have the disney and then the neo saban and then we're getting into the hasbro era with beast morphers but um 
OG series, probably in space. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah my, my pick alert. is obvious. Because, <laughs> like, In Space was the finale of the Mighty Morphin era, basically. Because yeah, after In Space, they went to the Lost Galaxy, and then there was loose ties. But then after that, it was like, oh, every season's a new set of Rangers, it's a new team, it's a new story. So In Space was great because it was the finale. Uh, Disney era SPD, because it just felt different than the other ones. Cops in the future with aliens, and uh, it was so good. So many good episodes of that. And the Neo Saban era, actually. Uh, I really, I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but I really liked uh, Super Mega Force. It's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, look, everything is not explained. There's like Blitz Rangers, and, you know, they just use like the Japanese footage, and they didn't even. Give us, like, proper Mighty Morphin anniversary <laughs> stuff and then the legendary battle. I have so many gripes, but I don't know. I, I like the suits, so it's like, I, you know, to be fair, it's one of those things where it's like, I like the pirates. I, it was a cool idea. Dude, those suits and those zords, like that Megazord, I yeah. love. <laughs> I love that Megazord design. It's so badass. It's such a waste that it's like, yeah. it's such, it's such you, an impact. It's in a dense season, and mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish those designs had been used in a different season because it was just I love them. I love those costumes. Um, so okay, so if we're gonna do that, if we're gonna break it down by era, yes, eras. Okay, yes. Well, if we're talking classic era, there's no, there's no, and probably my favorite of all time is in space. Um, mm -hmm. I'm an Andros Mark. Uh, I, I, and actually, so I got to meet him. I got to oh. meet. I got to meet uh, Cayman Lee or whatever, and I totally, I, I know I do this for a living, but I totally marked out like a, like I was a total nerd about it. I was a total nerd. Like, I was like kind of stammering. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, sign my thing. He was like, huh? I was like, uh, da, da, da. yeah, totally, totally. You would never know I did this. Um, but I got my signed comic, and I'm happy about it, and I don't have to do it again. Uh, but so, okay, so in space, if we're talking Disney era, I have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for Mystic Force. Um, mm. I, I adore the setting. It has, it has those same problems that like. It has those same problems that a lot of Power Ranger seasons have. Like there's, yeah. there's stuff unexplained. There's shifts in tone, um, <laughs> randomly, and you're like, you know, you you go from like a dramatic moment. And then it's like, oh, well, we're going to switch over here. And it's like, it, sometimes it doesn't match up. Ninja Steel does that a lot. Um, but I love, like, the Leanbow stuff, uh, like, the the kind of the lore behind it, like, all the Korag stuff. Like, that stuff's really interesting. Plus, I am a sucker for magic and fantasy settings. Like, it, that, it, so it has all of it. I'm bummed that, like, they didn't do more with it yes. because it's such a rich concept um and the sentai is really good yes uh and a lot of people look way more fondly on the sentai than they do the power yeah, magic ranger yeah yes. than the adaptation <laughs> and i kind of wish at some point they would return to that well of a magic based season um and kind of try that again and and you know, just fix some of those things. But I, I have a soft spot. I would say the best season is probably for me RPM. Now going back and seeing it, SPD is awesome too. Um, but I personal favorite is Mystic Force. I I love Mystic Force. Um, and Neo Saban, uh, I really I like Dino Charge a lot. Ooh. Um, but. I'm gonna get shit on this for this too. Okay, so. <laughs> hey man, I just said I like Super Mega Force okay. over like Dino Charge. I, I really like, <laughs> I really like Super Ninja Steel. And ooh, and, okay, and not Ninja Steel because they hadn't worked out some of the kinks, and there's still the problems in Super Ninja Steel of shifting in tone, too many poop jokes. But I feel like if we watch the progression from Ninja Steel to Super Ninja Steel, they've started to shift a little of like they have victor and monty used in in size just perfect enough sizable chunks at the beginning one in the middle and one at the end and they're, and they're learning 
right. seems like just to put them in the right year. Like I genuinely laugh at them. Like I, I and maybe that's because I have the sense of humor of a five year old. But like but I genuinely laugh at them. Yeah, it's the bulk and skull vibe. Yeah, where it's like you know you need a you need a bulk and skull type of character, and that's 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 a dynamic that like when when one of Power Rangers season nails, then you. Then you're in it for the long haul, and that's the Monty stuff. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is the this is our breather for a moment yeah, between all of, like the crazy ranger action. It's incredibly goofy, but I always look at like some of the disdain that people have for them and go, "Did you have you watched Mighty Morphin lately?" Because <laughs> yeah. I did like I did a rewatch like yes. uh, not crazy long ago and went through yes. all the seasons, and it took you know eight months of my life. But like I I went through there and like. You know, Bulk's getting sandwiches shoved down his mouth. He's falling in the trash bins. Yep. I'm like, this is not highbrow shit. Like, why did you? Yeah. So maybe, maybe keep the con, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the condescending attitude a little bit. Yeah, because that's the thing that a lot of fans, unfortunately, uh, they haven't quite realized. Uh, we, you know, we think back on these seasons and you're like, oh, man, green with evil. Oh, man, gold Zeo Ranger. Oh, man, like all this crazy stuff. Zordon was the coolest. But then, like, if you listen to Zordon any one particular episode, it's like, oh, he said this last week. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, work together as a team. Cool, Zordon. Thanks. I'm glad you didn't tell me that four episodes in a row. <laughs> like, so... That's the thing. It's you have to. It, it's the same thing when you watch any form of entertainment. It's you accept this logic of this world, and you know it's going to be slightly goofy, but you accept the goofier parts with the fun parts. And you just kind of you kind of have to forgive a lot with Power Rangers. That's just that's just plain as day. You have to forgive it and just enjoy it for what it is. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you're suspending a lot of disbelief. Maybe yes. it's because I've read comics all my life. It's like, that's not hard for me. <laughs> yes. But I'm also, like, self-aware of, yeah, I know, that's corny as hell. Like, there's no reason I should like Sarah's uh, veggie cookie machine that she had in the episode. But I dug it. I was like, yeah, that's fun. And oh, I, Is that the one that made cookies? Yeah. She it, like <laughs> it made cookies out of, like, anything, any substance. So they put, like, all these uh, veggies in it and it, made a, and it made a tasty cookie. There's no reason. Like, that sounds stupid on paper. And it and it kind of is. But I also was like, no, nah, that's endearing. And it was I mean, fine. I rolled with it. Billy built a floating, like, VW. Oh so God. it's like... <laughs> Dude, the rad bug for life, man. Rad yeah, it's like, awesome. you, you just have to... You have to accept that these are goofy things. And, you know, it's, it's not perfect. But... No. You just have to – you're there for the fun. I'm exactly. there for the fun. That's the only reason I watch it. I'm here for the fun. Yeah, I genuinely smile and I genuinely laugh. And every now and then I look at, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about this later, but, like, the anniversary episode very much had, like, one or two, like, cringe moments for me. Mm. And I'm like, mm. oh, don't do that. That looks terrible. But it also had some amazing moments and you just go, yeah, shirk it off or whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's the plight of a Power Rangers fan. You know, once you grow up, you realize the problems you like are there that you didn't see when you were a kid, but you just have to go with it. You know, we'll always have complaints, but yeah. you know, it's it's there. That's the thing. It's there now, and it's always going to be here now with Hasbro. So, I mean, always is a strong word, but it's here now. <laughs> it's here now. We're enjoying it now. Yeah, I remember. I think that's when, like, when you learned Santa Claus wasn't real. And you learned uh, wrestling was scripted. <laughs> was the same time that I learned that uh, Saban was extremely cheap with like recreating yes. props, and so Tommy's dragon shield was like this flimsy. Like I remember, like I never noticed it before. And then when you're, you know, you're kind of put in, in that lens, that adult lens, and you're like, wow, that's that's terrible. That's not even solid. <laughs> Like, that's a kite. Like, what, did they get a kite and just put it over his neck? What is that? That's terrible. Yeah. All the same thing. Um, so, okay. So, let's hit a little bit of current news, and then we're going to get into uh, some 25th anniversary special, because I know we all got thoughts on that. Um, so, unfortunately, if you went to Power Con, well, okay, for one, you know what? I'm going I'm to jack a Joe Budden move here. Uh, we're going to start with love. So, uh, Power Morphicon was awesome. 
uh, a lot of amazing things. It did a lot of great stuff. Uh, it was a really cool thing for fans. So before I just go like you know shitting on something, like they did a lot of stuff right. They did a it's lot. It's a of compliment cool stuff. sandwich. Yes, you have to compliment it, then trash it, and then compliment it exactly, again. Exactly, because that's not fair. <laughs> like that's one. Yeah, but uh, but some fans are finding out. Evidently, there was a problem with their registration uh, system, and so they haven't been exact in like what happened. Whether it was it didn't count. Um, all of the pre-orders or if it doubled or, or whatever but essentially they ended up with a short stock for the non-attending members so for non-attending members they you know would get their orders and then they were going to ship them out after the show uh, orders for what for the uh a variety of things so you could get like the uh, black and gold megazord pop you could get uh some of the prints you could get some of the shirts and things like that. But the main thing was the uh, Lord Draken uh, legacy figure. And then oh. you could also get the throne, uh, which I wanted, but I was not going to shell out $100 for a damn chair. So, it was, <laughs> for a figure. It's like a plastic rock chair. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not even Zed's chair. It's, yeah, it's, it's, just it's, a, it's a rock chair. It's just a rock chair. And it's $100. <laughs> like, hell no. So, um, when the figure's 50 but okay. So what happened was that, you know, everyone went to the show, got theirs, but when they went to go fill the non-attending orders, uh, they noticed that they were really, really short on stock. So there was an error in the system and it didn't allocate them the right Ooh. figures. Okay. So then what they did was evidently they had worked out a deal prior to that with Entertainment Earth to Entertainment Earth was going to get to sell some of the dragon figures. So they went to them saying, hey... Can we use some of that stock? Can we work something out to where we can get that back so we can get all the people? Because you could, depending on your tier, you could order multiples. Mm. So, like, I was part of a tier that I could order two, which I got. Uh, other people could do, like, four, six, and whatever. So, Entertainment Earth went, screw you, no. I imagine that's not how the conversation went, but uh, it's essentially that's what happened. And so... Now Morphicon released a press release that was essentially like, hey, we want everyone to get a figure. So we're going to make, like, everyone gets one. We want everyone to at least get one figure. But if you ordered multiples, and you also had to pay for these ahead of time, which these were 50 bucks a figure. Mm. So if you have more than one, then we're either going to, you can either get uh, an exchange for another item or you can get a refund, which we'll handle, but we don't want to do, we don't want to give, we don't have enough to give people more than one. Like, that's how short they are. So, ironically, one of the things that they're offering to replace it with, one of them is actually, is, is cool. It's the, you can get two of the Megazord Pops. Oh, cool. For one figure, which were 25 each. So, value-wise, it's, you know, eh. Yeah, it balances out, kind of. The yeah. other thing was the chair. Oh, okay. So it, it's it's like a Turbo Man situation then, right? It's like, oh, there's no Turbo Man, but there's plenty of booster. Yeah, there's so. plenty of the chair. So, uh, you know, now if you only got one or if you had two and you were like, well, you just got one that just sell, you're not – that's fine, right? You're going to get a chair and you got a chair for your figure. That's fine. But it is a bummer because, like, Morphicon is not a, you know – like Hasbro, it's it's sponsored event. It's not a Comic Con. It, yeah, it's a it's a by fans for fans type yeah. of deal, right? So they're gonna have to eat a lot of money for this because they're having to, you know, like it. It sucks because overall, I think aside from a few growing pains of like being in a bigger place, Power Rangers is at a much bigger. Yeah. thing right now than it has been in a couple years so they got a lot of turnout they weren't prepared for that turnout um but aside from some growing pains it was like a really smooth event and this sucks because now they're gonna probably have to, to eat a lot of money pay a lot yeah. of refunds and it sucks yeah do you think it it stems from like the that policy seems kind of problematic too if like you can buy multiple figures they really should have just put the limit on them to begin with right i, I think so and like if you look at like, because they do all their tiers that way. So, mm. like, if you're a platinum or a gold, you can, like, you get, instead of one print, you get, like, six different prints. 
if you can pre-order so many hoodies, you can do so many shirts. Like, they do that a lot, I think, in the future. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I th- or at least do it for, like, your high profile. Like, like, this is something, right, the figure, that's a high-priced item. Don't yeah. do that. Like, make the limit two. And just, if you want to do something extra special, fine, make it three. But, like, rein it in. Because, like, the gold was five, I think, and the platinum was six. Like, you're talking a lot of inventory. And, honestly, those are just going to end up on the market anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a thing only for scalpers. Like, yeah. that, that doesn't make sense. To me, that doesn't make sense. As a guy, as just a casual guy who had no idea about any of this, like... The idea that someone could buy six figures where I'm just like, I really only just want the one, yeah. you know, that, that sucks. Yeah. But I'm glad, I'm glad at least everyone's getting one. Yes. That's, that's good. Yeah. I thought they handled it the right way. It's a shitty situation, yeah. but I thought they handled it the right way. Yeah, they're um, only, they're only screwing over the scalpers. Like, honestly. It's, yeah. It's, mm. yeah, everyone gets one. <laughs> it's a cool figure. Uh, now, it was cool to be able to get, like, you know, like, get two or whatever. Because two is like, hey, is someone not going to the show? Okay, you can get Yeah, two, two is fine to me. Yeah. Two sounds fine. But Five when you six. start to say four and six and, like, ugh, that's, that's gross. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, I took the lead on that one. So I am curious. Uh, we're going to move into 25th anniversary Ooh, talk okay. here. Uh, yeah. Special talk. So uh, Dimensions in Danger. Yes, Dimensions in Danger. Uh, surprisingly, I mean, they're not going to... Did they outright say this is, like, Shattered Grid-inspired? Or no. Okay, so, weird. They okay. never, like, came out and said it, even though if you, like, watch the episode, it. I mean, it's just, like, it, not even absurd in a bad way. It's just, like, there's no way you can't notice it. <laughs> yeah. That it's not a direct takeoff. So what were your thoughts? So, uh, it reminded me of a bunch of the other, like, Power Rangers has done specials like this before, where they take, like, a standard monster costume that they had on the shelf and made it, like, the big bad of, like, oh, this guy's the dimension-breaking guy, but it's like, oh, that's obviously just a ninja steel suit you had sitting around. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, kind of that stuff, you know? At least in Once a Ranger, they, like, made a weird mutant Zed guy, and, like, they gave him Zed staff, you know? Uh, that that's small little gripes, of course. Let me get, let me get these out of the way. I have the I have the reverse compliment sandwich. So <laughs> yeah, it's always little gripes. Other than that, um, I I actually really enjoyed it uh, in terms of like because Ninja Steel has a great team. They have a it has a great theme song in terms of like I love that song. Yeah, because you know the um, Neo Saban era has been remixing the Go Go Power Rangers theme since it came back with Samurai, but this is the first time where it actually feels like a new theme, you know. And then and then of course they play the classic one towards the end. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm good, you know. Um, but yeah, other than just like a, a strange focus on Tommy, you know, you gotta have a lot of Tommy. But if you're gonna focus so much on Tommy, you you need more time. That's yeah. all it is. That's that's just my big gripe because like we didn't even get like a morphing call. Like I didn't even get to hear Rocky like go oh Tyrannosaurus or like you know shift into Turbo. I didn't hear anything. They just kind of did it. Then the battle happens where it's like cool idea, right? Cool shattered grid idea where they fight evil clone rangers. Uh, but you know then you ha- it, the it's so fast you don't see really what's happening. You know it's like oh Red Rangers are fighting Red Rangers, but there's I don't know. I can't, like, parse this. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, you can barely see, like, the shoulder pads and stuff. And But, yeah, it was just a really fun idea. Like, it's something they didn't have to do. No. So that's just the thing. I just appreciate it because they did it. That's that's always been my thing with, like, these anniversary episodes. Forever Red, uh, Once a Ranger, the, even the Legendary Battle. Like, it's just, it's stuff they didn't have to do. I'm yeah. just glad they did it. And I enjoyed it for what it was, even though, of course, like I said, every Power Ranger fan will still have gripes. But, you know, I was there for the fun. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, and, and I feel this much the same way as far as, you know, they don't have to do these things. Mm-hmm. I appreciate when they do. I appreciate, though, when they go further out and actually, like, try to. Like, I felt here more than Legendary Battle. Um, 
I felt like they really like kind of actually paid attention to like what's the temperature of the fans. Okay, they 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 enjoy the older like having some of the older Rangers in. You knew they were going to focus on Tommy, but I feel like because they I, I don't feel like that was a hindrance here i actually felt like they utilize look if we're gonna do it if we're gonna focus on yeah, tommy let's get the most out of it so they show his you know they don't show but they like introduce his son yeah he's got jj jj, JJ is a that's a classic poll i believe yeah. uh i want to say it's a future zeo or turbo episode i think zeo yeah because he's with cat yeah in those yeah is that a confirmed? Like, did they? Is it like a winking thing? It's a, it's a confirmed in every single way, but like out of Heim Saban's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, like because if you yes, the the comics are a remix of the timeline and stuff like that. But you know, he still consult. Like, they still have to get like the the team's approval before they can do all these things in the comics. And in Soul of the Dragon, it's Cat. It's it's Cat uh, is his is his wife, and like so yeah, yeah. in every single way. But like you know, but them coming right out and going, yes, this is how it is. It is like it's kind of an understood. So like doing it here now. The one thing I was actually I didn't even really think about it till now. But like it would have been cool to have some sort of. Uh, embrace or something or between cat and and tommy even a hello even yeah a hello. i'm glad you're okay <laughs> but they look like they haven't seen each other in a while like they yes. kind of just look like oh hey whatever there was no so in that sense maybe not but for all intents and purposes what well, but i did like that they showed um you know that he has a son i the master morpher yeah, that's a really cool idea. I want it. I want to buy it. I know. Give it, was, it to me. Give it, it to me. Genius Hasbro. too, because <laughs> it was genius too, because it opens up the door for. I mean, I already within the next day, right? It was you're seeing on Instagram, you're seeing on whatever. People are like, "Oh my god, here's all the other Rangers that could have Master Morphers because they've had yeah. various forms, and they're already making their own." And I'm like, "That's brilliant," because one Hasbro is like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah, we're gonna make a toy of that, right?" I mean, that's. It's, it's a given. It yeah, it's a given. But you also open up the possibility of like, oh, well, we can bring other rangers back and have them change into their different forms, and we don't have to freaking explain it. We don't have to yes. jump through hoops, like, trying to say, like, why he's a white ranger in Legendary Battle, but then he's green when he shows up. Like, everyone's like, what the hell does that mean? But now you don't have to worry about it. Uh, I flipped a little when I saw Rizzio, not going to lie. When he yeah. like, it's such a cool suit too. Oh, like that's awesome the other suit. thing. It's so clean. <laughs> like I'm not the suit. I'm not the biggest Zeo fan, but man, I appreciate the hell out of their their suits. Like the design of mm -hmm. their Zords. Like oh my god, it's awesome. Um, so I, I like that they kind of went the extra mile and and tried to plant little things like that. Um, and yeah, I I thought the extended sequence. Of Tommy, was oh, really yeah, good. Tommy versus Tommy. Oh my yes. god! I wish there's no reason they couldn't have cut. Like, do we have to see them opening all the damn portals at the beginning of the thing? Cut that out. I get it. All right, you, multiple dimensions, portals. Good. I saw like five people go through a portal. I'm like, I want Tommy. I want Tommy versus Tommy. I don't need to see this. Like, I, I felt like at one point I was watching an episode of Sliders. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> like I get it, like you know, and the mega arrows. Oh my god, or whatever. Like okay, I I get how many t how many shots are there of the mega arrows? That that There's holds quite me. a few. Yes, There's three. <laughs> Isn't there like nine? There's three. There's three arrows, and they show them like nine times. I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. Mega arrows, whatever. Um, I did like the sentries. Um, they don't look nearly as cool as the sentries in the comics, but I love it anyway. I dug the hey, idea. They tried. Yes, they tried. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, and I also like, I mean, I lost my mind when the Falcon Zord popped up. Yeah, they, that's that's another example of something they absolutely did not need to do. Like, they, the Falcon Zord, out of all the Zords, like, oh, they didn't need to do that. Yeah. yeah. And that's my, and yeah. That's your take? Yeah, I, that's the thing, like, Thinking about all this now and speaking about it, it, it feels like it felt like a classic episode. 
Like they were they were premium stakes. Like they were like, oh, you know, oh, they they told us right. I mean, the mega arrows. We saw them like twenty times, but it reminded you that it's like, oh, all he needs is to shoot three of them. And then he shot two. Like you got, it's one of those things you get super close and the Rangers were kidnapped. So that's establishes him as a, as a threat already. Um, I'm a little upset because seeing Zio red reminds me that like Tommy had a brainwashing episode and that's why I was like, oh, you could have had a brainwash Tommy doing all this stuff, you know, yeah. then all the rain. And instead of like Rangers versus centuries, you could have had Rangers versus Tommy, you know, like Tommy with the master morpher, like brainwash, like, but that's just fan stuff. But, yeah. Like what we got, I'm fine with. I wish we got more. And that's that's classic Power Ranger vibe where I'm just like, ah, I wish there was more than 20 minutes in this thing. But, I, I really hope that the rumor that there's going to be an extended edition, I really hope that pans out at some point. Um, I mean, they did it for Legendary Battle. There's already precedent. Uh, there's clearly footage, because if you pay attention to Jason David Frank's Instagram, like there's constant <laughs> footage. And I'm like, we didn't see that. We didn't see that. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, there's footage there. Even if it was an extra five, six minutes, I feel like that helps um you know and it was cool so like I, and i also just on a uh just on a a choice of rangers i thought they actually picked a wide swath of, of rangers um a nice mix you know there was some that i didn't expect freaking gamma like mvp like i was like holy i did not you know i did not see that one happening without uh you know uh uh, Jin at some point in there as well, and so when they swapped it, and we were like, "Oh no, it's Kim." I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's pretty cool." She did great. You know, fonts fonts good. I mean, fonts kind of like Jason David Frank. Like I, like I expect you know they're good. Char- they're always going to be consistent every time, so I'm good with that. I would have loved to have seen Jen. Uh, yeah, uh, I would have loved to see Jen Scotts, but you know, it's fine. I get her in I mean, Shattered Grid. I'm fine. Yeah, it even, like, I don't know, if you want to talk, like, canon and stuff, and the fact that, like, Dimensions in Danger finally solved all those problems on TV, because we can, like, as fans, we can be like, oh, well, it's all canon in the comics. It's like, you know, no one cares. You know, it's like, it's not the TV one. You know, like, can, like comics in the TV show are completely different. So, until it was said in the TV show, they're like, oh, this is all one world, yep. and the Dino Charge is one universe, and RPM is one universe, and now it's all solved. It's all good. I, I dug it. And and Wes is that guy. It makes a ton of sense if you watch Time Force. He's slowly, like, the whole thing's about him trying to become a leader, yeah. and then him coming to terms with it, and then, ah, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Time Force is awesome. <laughs> Time Force is so good. Yeah, it really is. So, yeah, I was, I was really... Uh... I was really happy with it. I was actually quite surprised because um, what I will say is, like, in general, you know, one of the things, like, covering uh, Power Rangers for the site so much and, like, interacting with the the Facebook page and and the community and stuff, uh, Power Rangers fans are at least the ones that I interact with on a regular basis are actually way more positive than than negative, Um, especially when, like, compared to, like, other fandoms. I was very surprised, actually, by the reactions uh, to the episode. I thought there would be more nitpicky ones. I thought there would be some, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, like it's all negative and, and, and very cynical eyes. And I was very surprised. I was very happily surprised that that was not the case. Like, a lot of people had the same things of, like, we wish it was longer. It was too short. But what was there was great. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I cannot uh, – I can't wait for – I can't wait to see what 30 looks like as far as like the landscape of Rangers because yeah. it's so different right now and it's only been, you know, 6 months and it's just all this change has happened. Yeah. I will be surprised to see if we uh if we Okay, so curious. Yes. Kind of, since we're since we're in this like Hasbro era conversation here. Um what do you Okay, one, would you rather have a sequel to the movie? Or would you rather have a reboot? And if so, of either other, why? Okay, so you can do a sequel boot. So (laughs) I'm going to... I want... The first movie has so many good elements to it that, you know, of course it took forever to build up. And then once you finally get the Megazord stuff at the end, like, that stuff's cool. You can... 
you can bring this cast back. You can you can honestly bring the world back, and I'll be fine with it. And just just morph it. Just do the Zeo stuff. Like not pull from Zeo. Don't do Zeo powers and stuff. But they've already introduced like Zeo crystal and all that. Just say, oh, this power new power changed the look of your suits. It changed your swords. Yeah. It changed everything about you. Hey, this world's actually filmed a lot brighter. So this everything's brighter now. So that's what I'm saying. Like the the core is there. I really. I actually enjoyed the movie. I, I did too. Yeah, I really like it. It's you know, it's got some flaws, of course. It, it's Power Rangers. It's one of those things. I like I said, you you have to accept the flaws with the good stuff. And but once like the characters are all really strong, strongly built, and I want to see more of this. Like I want to see more of this world. I want to see the. I want to see what they do with like a Green with Evil movie because yes. that's what we would have gotten next. We would have got the Evil Tommy movie, and the fact that. If we don't get it and we just get like a reboot with like a brand new team and they just do this again, uh, it's just I don't know. It just won't feel as good as the first time. It won't. I I I think it should follow a similar. Like I I agree because I agree with that point. I would love a uh, a sequel boot as it as you were. Uh, I think the same thing should be done for like a Justice League movie uh, for yeah. a sequel. So don't. Don't hard pivot. There's no yeah. reason. You've got a solid foundation. Just yes. make those tweaks along the way, and honestly, no one will give a shit. No one's going to no care. No one will care. No one will care no. except us. You know, And even then, we'll be like, oh, but it's already happened. So. And if someone asks you, like, I feel like even critics who would say, like, no, because – you know, that's not true to what was there before or whatever. I feel like if you ask them in an honest moment, well, would you rather have – all of that stuff line up or would you rather have a better end product at the end of the day? I feel like in an honest moment, they would all say, well, we'd rather have a better movie. So who cares if you trample over this thing or you change that? Like no one's like, I loved the Rita as the original green Ranger thing. Yeah. Like I really cool idea. That's a great. And that suit was killer. Like that green Ranger suit was awesome. And I like Zordon as the Red Ranger thing. I dug that. Like, there's some great ideas. Uh, I hated the Goldar thing, but that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I, you know what it is? I think it's because I look at that the same way I look at the Magneto scene in X3. When he moves the entire bridge from, from like, Manhattan to wherever the hell he moved it to. All I saw was dollar signs. And I went, okay... So all the money is wasted on this scene. <laughs> Simply moving from point A to point B. And all I saw was Colossus money. I went, that's why? That's why I don't have Colossus? Is because he moved the damn bridge from one end to the other? So we can't get beast in that. That's why I can't get beast. Movie. <laughs> I got beast I got beast on a podium for half the damn movie, and only time he's able to do a line is because all the money went over here. All the money was over there. <laughs> so I look at that. I look at that Goldar scene the exact same way. I'm like, this is why we couldn't have more costumes. This is why we couldn't have more swords because all the money is in this Willy Wonka gold thing that's standing in front of us. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I did not like that. But I loved Rita. I thought Banks did a great job with Rita. Uh, yeah. I I embraced. I don't love all the designs as far as the uh, the Zords themselves, but I embraced them. It's fine. I thought the Megazord actually looked pretty damn cool. Um, yeah. But I love that cast. It's the same reason I love Super Ninja Steel. Actually, it's it's the cast. I I love that cast. They're very endearing. I I felt invested in them by not even midway through the movie. So I wanted to see what happens with them, and that's why I, you know, it, it's one of those things where like the film's biggest weakness is actually is also its biggest strength in the fact that yes it takes too long to the get to the costumes and we don't get enough however if you take that out if you take a third of that out you lose what made it great which is the interactions between them and seeing them kind of grow over time like that is that means something that that matters so I don't know where you cut. Like other than adding another half hour to the damn movie, I don't know how you cut one without losing the other. And so I feel like okay, keep the foundation, do a sequel, introduce Zed, introduce Green Ranger, do whatever you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. But just tweak a little. No Krispy Kremes, you know. Now, 
Honestly, I like that. <laughs> it's kind of like a juice bar situation. You know what I mean? So I think it's that's like, what they tried to do. Yeah, like if they were going to be like, oh, it's under the juice bar. You know, it, it's that kind of idea. You know, it's like, oh, it's under the Krispy Kreme. Like, that's a goofy Power Rangers thing. It it's really is. goofy actually. stuff. Not so it's like, you know, when all the Zords come out and they play the theme for two seconds, like that's goofy stuff. You know, like yeah. that's the stuff I really enjoyed. That's why that's why Elizabeth Blank, like, uh Oh my god, Elizabeth Banks was so good because she's goofy. She, she gets is it. goofy, yeah. And she embraced, you know, and that and that movie, um, you know, I know it got uh, like the dark, the darker tone. Yeah, that's turned the... off kids. Well, not even turned off kids. The kids never made it to the theater because I feel like parents saw that and and didn't think that, or I guess maybe thought. It was too dark for kids or whatever, because that was the biggest problem with it. I don't know how you fix that, because we're not talking about, you know, it's not like Michael Myers is dark. I mean, no one's stabbing people. I mean, well, someone dies, but like, okay. <laughs> like, it doesn't, you know, it's not like they behead anybody. Like, I don't know how you make that less dark other than taking that whole intro out, but the intro's awesome. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you get the feeling that they made the movie but weren't really quite sure who they were making it for. Yeah. You know, because they were like, oh, let's put all this stuff in for the older fans who will really love it. Older fans keep telling us we want a darker Power Rangers movie. And, you know, that is the that is the pervasive voice out there for a while. Like, the last few years is always like, oh, man, every time you see a piece of fan art with, like, oh, here's a cool, like – Here's a cool look at Tommy's Green Ranger suit all battle damaged. And everybody's like, oh, I kind of want that. And that's what they heard. Yeah. These these suits, you know, they make the movie and they heard, oh, people want an adult Rangers movie. And so they did it. But then they're like, oh, well, kids have to see this. So they inject the goofy stuff. And then that's where the imbalance comes from. If you just outright from the get-go, don't make it for the older fans, quite honestly. Don't make it for us because we will enjoy it either way. Like if you – Power Rangers fans watch kids' content, so <laughs> it's kind of like if we enjoy the kids' content, you're going to enjoy a movie with kids in mind. That's that's basically what I'm thinking here. And I think – because, I mean, I think before it would have been a hard sell, maybe – not even a hard sell, but there's there weren't as many um, recent examples because, yeah, people will always point to In Space, Lost Galaxy, like those mm-hmm. shows, which did a really good job of it. But those that was years ago. If you're looking at – recent things the comics do that uh gogo does it especially well um and and i feel like it's found a balance to you know it's not afraid to do a full color splash of you know a morphin call and you know the megazord and go like they literally say gogo power rangers tyrannosaur like they do all of it it looks gorgeous but they still have a deeper level of story there and i and i feel like it's there has to be a middle ground like yes super ninja steel and ninja steel they go too far sometimes into the in, into the kid centric thing like you know uh pixar does this extremely well dreamworks it's not that it's it's aimed at a younger audience you can have something aimed at a younger audience and still have a l- extra layer of something that an older fan can attach to because i'll accept a lot i mean people watch rick and morty people watch uh futurama people watch you know all kinds of animated cartoons and you know shit i've watched dexter's laboratory i don't know how many times like I, I, hell yeah oh, show. hell yeah yeah but like they're they do that right it's that yes a, a child can sit next to me and laugh the whole time and whatever but there's that extra little layer of oh that's funny you know and they, I feel like they need to find it. I'm, I'm excited for Beast Morphers. I yes. hope that's. I hope it's. This is the one that kind of finds that right mix. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. already looking good. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the footage they got from the GoBusters Sentai, or I don't know what was it, but that trailer, that first trailer for Beast Morphers, man, that looked good. It looked I, nice. Just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is this Hasbro? Like, is it already Hasbro? Or is it, like, because GoBusters footage was good? So, I don't know. It just looks so... It looks different. I appreciate it. I gotta say, I was kind of... When they when they played the trailer, I was kind of surprised that it looked that good. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is... 
like years old. I mean, this is like <laughs> yeah. that footage is kind of back there a minute. Like it's not crazy. I mean, it's not like they're using in space footage, but like you know, they're using that that show got skipped over, and so yes. it's, it does. You know, Power Rangers effects tend to be dated yeah. quickly. You know, yes. so I mean, anyone watches like Wild Force now? Like I love those Zords. I love them. Oh. But they yeah, look... but you can't. Now you notice that it's like, oh, it's the same clip of the lion sword roaring that I just saw twenty minutes ago. You know, it's like going, <laughs> it's like going back now and watching like you know Transformers Beast Wars, and it's like, uh, uh, yeah. that, looks, that looks rough, man. But at the time, I thought that was you know state of the art. It's the coolest thing ever. Um, yeah, and I still love Optimus Prime as a damn gorilla. <laughs> yep. I know. Of that, course, yeah. like hey, Optimus Primal, bro. That was. Yeah. The... Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's awesome. But yeah, so I, I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, I The cast looks great. Um, I could not be more happy that it's like a, it's it's one of, um, with only, and also two, we've only met three. I know there's five total. Yes. Um, but, you know, even just with the three, it's not, that's one of the things I adore about Power Rangers is that it's just so, I mean, it was just nice to go in there and like, hey, there's a color from... That's, that's that's a nice group. That's a nice group. All the yes. colors, yeah. People, people of color. I get it. Like yeah. it's that's the thing. Like Power Rangers has always been, and that's the great thing about the movie cast too. It's like they cast, they they made sure to cast. It's like no, it's always been about a, unfortunately, like a wide spectrum of people. It, or, oh my god, unfortunately is the wrong word, but um, it's always been. <laughs> Yeah, it's always been a wide spectrum of people, and, like, that's why I got about the movie. I liked it, and that's the same thing with, like, Dimensions in Danger. You see the new you see the new crew of kids, and I'm like, oh, this, it's all, like, a mix of people. It's great, and I don't know, and this Beast Morpher cast already is looking great. I, mm-mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Another, like, I'm glad we have another, like, uh, we have another black person as a Red Ranger. Like, yeah. how, that doesn't happen too often, like... We need we need another uh, female Red Ranger too down the line, but you know, uh, progress comes in little steps. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay, speaking of that, um, did you see that uh, Trini Red Ranger art from Go? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. I love it. One hundred percent in love. I I loved. I loved in, like, the, the comics that the idea was, like, oh, the first team, like, the Pink Ranger was a man, the Black yes. Ranger was a woman. Like, that's, oh, it's so good. I want this. I want this. <laughs> Give it to me. I want to see it. But, yeah, once I saw uh, Billy as, oh, God, is he, oh, what is he in the new one? Is he Black? I think he's the Black Ranger. Cool. I think uh, he's the Black Ranger. That looks so awesome. Yeah, I cannot wait. Um, all right, so... Curious. Um, what I figure is we can get into because you know, of course, it would be hard to ignore Shadow Grid number one, but that is kind of a the whole thing into itself. So there's no reason to like blend all that in. But we can hit that next time. Uh, but I guess what are you? Is there something Power Rangers wise you're looking forward to the rest of this year? Hmm. I I do want to see uh, what happens beyond the grid. Because Shattered Grid was such a, an interesting idea. It's one of those things, like, as a fan, it, it feels like I, I mentioned to you, like, long ago, where I was like, this feels like Scorpion Rain. You remember, like, if you remember being an OG fan, OG fans represent, um, <laughs> you know, you go on the internet, and there was, you know, the idea behind Forever Red, like, it turned into this whole thing where it's like, it could have been a battle against Serpentera with all the Megazords, and that's Scorpion Rain. And so, like reading Shattered Grid, I'm like, oh my god, they finally did it! Like yeah. it's like they're not they're not hindered by, you're not hindered by live action, you're not hindered by budgets. You can just draw it and make it happen. And now for the first time, I I feel like I feel like a genuine comic fan because you know I I don't really like comics because that's reading, man. I don't like to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no, I'm just kidding. But like, that's that's the thing. Like, I. I, I like where this is going. It's so new. And it's the same thing with Beast Morphers. Same thing with, like, a possible, like, Power Rangers movie. I just... I like that we're getting so much new stuff. And then that, that new stuff has potential to be good. Yeah. And before... You know, like you were saying, like, if you would have talked to me a year ago, I would have been like, 
Yeah, Super Mega Force is fine. Like, it's good. Legendary Battle was fine. I'm happy with it. But, you know, in the back of my mind, I would have been like, yeah, but we spent an hour doing nothing. You know? so, <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I'm glad that we're getting new stuff that, that looks interesting. That That's really all I'm looking forward to. I'm just looking forward to all of it because it just, it looks good. Yeah. It just looks good. Um, yeah, I cannot wait for... Uh... I am excited for Beyond the Grid a lot. I love that team. Um, I mean, yes, I'm. Uh, it has Andros on it. I was very yeah. happy. I was, I was wondering. I was like, you're just gonna. I could have <laughs> find it. I was doing a. I was doing an interview about uh, with the team, and I was literally like, uh, "Can I? Can I just make this whole interview about Andros? <laughs> Will you answer any question I have about Andros?" Um, but no, like I was, I'm very excited about it because that team is very interesting. I I have become a huge Arranger Slayer fan. Um, like I I just love that character. I love what they did, even just in a few issues. Because I mean, Gogo's tie-in was only three issues long or four issues. Yeah. Or um, but I love everything about the character. I love my biggest. I think my my thing I'm looking forward to most though is that Grace Sterling is leading. This group is essentially their Zordon. I love that character so much. Um, That's that was a good idea. Yeah, that was the other thing where it's like we never you, you we always heard about a, an original Power Ranger team, but we never saw it. And then the comics finally gave that to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and finally, mm-hmm. finally, <laughs> I I I remember asking in an interview where I was like, so what happened with the Green Dagger? What happened yeah. to Psycho Ranger's Green Dagger? And I, I think I can't remember if I was. I th- I asked Higgins. I think it was I asked Higgins, and um, it was kind of like you know what happened to the the you you kind of know like I like spelling <laughs> it out for you, but like, you know. And I, he because he was like, do you really want to know? I was like, yeah, I really want to know. She <laughs> she jacked it from Zordon's thing. She's had it the entire time. And then like I know it was powering the city. But it's different to see it. And so when you, yes. she actually is holding it there, I was like, ah, I lost my mind. I had a little freak out at the desk. <laughs> I don't know why. But yeah, it's a good it's a good team. Also, uh, the artist and I blanking on their name right now that is taking over Gogo from Mora, which mm. Dre and Mora could draw the phone book and I would buy it as a poster. Dude, that yeah, art's amazing. Gogo Gogo has such good art. Oh, That's god. oh my god. It's so good. But the the artist who's taking over is currently or was doing another series called Backways, which that art is fantastic as well. So now Ooh. to see them, and then I know Simone DeMio, I think I've got his name right, is doing Mighty Morphin, and cool. that art looks fantastic. I, I heard someone on Twitter was like, it's like an anime. It's like Power Rangers anime. And I'm like, mm-hmm. That's, that, that sounds fantastic. I don't know. That yeah. sounds great. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the future of the books. Um, I... I'm interested to see what they do with the finale of Ninjas of Super Ninja Steel. Kind of uh, like what route they take if they change things up and maybe do something a little different. Because I mean, typically, you know, those seasons end on a on a big event and then everything's hunky dory, or they lose their powers. Right, right. It's typically, like, oh, we're going, we're good to take the powers away, or they destroyed or whatever. I'm interested to see. Like, it would be really cool, I think, for that not to happen. Like, I think it would be really cool for instead of just, like, taking them away, like, go, no, now that you have the dimension thing, say, no, these are this dimension's protectors, and leave the door open so that in these, yeah. We need need more crossover episodes. That's, like, that's probably the biggest problem with the Neo Saban era, is that we didn't get, like, crossovers until Mm. Megaforce, you know, and, like, and even then, it wasn't, like, the whole samurai team showed up. And then in Samurai, we had sort of an rpm crossover with you know you, you could only hear his voice because yeah. of weird like you know weird things going on behind the scenes and like you know but yeah i would I mean, now that dimensions in danger established that everyone has their powers again in their yeah. original forms like and you can say that's coming off a of mega force with the legendary battle at the end all the powers return blah 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 yeah yeah and yeah, why why give them away? Like, have them come back next season. Have one of them come back. One Do something. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, I don't care if, if Calvin marks up there, like walks up there, it's like I'm part of the hell yeah man. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Just bring it on. 
Crap, I'll take Mick. I love Mick. (laughs) (laughs) He's great. And I'm glad, like, that's one of the things Ninja Steel did where I was like, oh, I'm going to pay a little more attention to this because that's a a deep pull for Power Rangers. Right? Yeah. Yes. Finally. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, with that, I think we're going to uh, wrap this one up. This has actually been a pretty cool uh, time here for the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Yeah. I, I think officially it's the un, Untitled Power Rangers Podcast Project. So uh, we'll make that an acronym. Um, up, uh, <laughs> That's not a good acronym. <laughs> up, up. We got to work on that. <laughs> really, uh, I might even in the show notes like uh, put like all of our choices. I remember that list we had. I should do yes. that. I should put that list in and just like, have people list. vote. I, I would enjoy that, yeah, but I don't want to get stuck with something we get voted on, you know. Oh, because crap, yeah. I'm, I love Oprah. Oprah? Oprah? Oprah. That's a terrible name. <laughs> um, so where can they find you if they need to hunt you down on Twitters and all the social medias? Uh, yes, uh, you can find, I'm like I said, I'm Nick Valdez. You can find me at Valdezology on Twitter. And you can find me at comicbook.com, writing about anime. And then the occasion that I get extra time, write about a Power Rangers story every now and again. Uh, but anime is good. You should check that out. You should watch anime. Do it. And you then, totally you know, watch anime. You should totally watch anime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where they can find me. Just Twitter. Just Twitter. Just Twitter. I know. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, I am Matt Mueller CB on Twitter. Uh, you can also find my stuff on comicbook.com and, uh, and do make sure to check out because when Nick gets to do one, when he gets to do a Power Rangers like post, he's like, it comes through. Like the enthusiasm comes through. Like that, RP, <laughs> that RPM theory of yours did so well. And yeah. like, it was so, you could just tell like the enthusiasm was just oozing out of the screen. So yeah, very much, <laughs> very much. Uh, so with that, we will sign off and we will catch you next week. Bye, everybody. Deuces.